This is Beering Ain't Easy. Do you spend all week thinking about what new beer you'll try next? Then yeah, this podcast is for you. Come join us while we try new beers, share our ratings, debate craft beer culture, and in the process, throw a few jabs at ourselves. So crack one if you got one, and turn it up. Alright everyone, welcome to Beer and Ain't Easy with Adam and Drew, episode 2. Thank God we made it through episode 1. Who would have ever thought we would have made it to this point? There was a lot of explaining that we had to do in the first episode, so I really hope that we're focused more on things that matter, like bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So I never would have thought I ever would have been part of a podcast, episode 1, let alone... Made it to episode two. Yeah, I would have thought maybe a few beers in, we'd listen to ourselves talk, and then we'd just throw in the towel and be like, I'm done. (laughs) The good news is a podcast is not like a radio or a TV show where you can really be canceled. So the fact that we've made it to episode two is really more in Drew and my control than anyone else. So you're stuck with us, basically. So, Drew, let's talk about last week's beer a little bit. What, do you, what are you thinking? So, last week we drank Noble Haze by St. Arnold's. And I think the one thing that sticks out of me is that we kind of like brushed it off and we're like, yeah, St. Arnold's is a brewery in Houston. But when I think of St. Arnold's, they're like the OG of craft beer in Houston. When I first moved to Houston in 2005, there was nobody else in the game. They were the only ones making craft beer. So, I feel like I got to put a little respect in their name. So, I don't really have the history that you have in the Houston beer scene. But what I can say is they have a pretty badass beer garden. Hell yeah. Especially you like bring your kids there, just throw them, let them run around while you grab a few beers. Oh yeah. It's nice and uh, semi fenced in. So you can kind of just let the kids roam loose and, you know, a couple hours later, check on them, make sure they're still around. They're always in the maze. You can find (laughs) them there. (laughs) That's one thing I've learned as a parent is they eventually will show back up. (laughs) So do you feel the same way about the beers you did last week? Yeah, so it made me think some about hazy IPAs, and I never really thought about this before. So I kind of view that there's two categories within the hazy IPA style. There's kind of like the kind of light, crushable hazy IPA, and then there is the thick, higher ABV, super dense, heavy, orange juice, dreamsicle-looking hazy IPA. Oh, yeah, that's the one I'm going for. Oh, that's the good stuff, my friend. Normally, like the lighter, crushable hazy IPAs, normally they're a little bit lower ABV, which this one was like 7.8%, if I remember. So it was kind of of higher, so it could get pretty dangerous. So can you explain, like, why the hell you just keep staring at that can and, like, talking (laughs) on and on about it? Like, what's going on here? All right, audience, I got got to be honest with y'all. Right now, I am drinking that exact beer because, you know, as I'm talking about it, it's only proper that I'm drinking it to make sure what I'm talking about is accurate. So we're not planning on making, like, a thousand podcasts about the same beer, but... The thing about making a podcast, and maybe it's just a beer podcast, but if I was making any podcast, I would still go for the same strategy, is that you can't just come in cold 
and crack a beer and rate it, you gotta have a, have a beer before the beer. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that beer is what I call the liquid encouragement beer because we, if without that beer, we would be stumbling all over ourselves. It would sound like <laughs> shit, and then you turn the radio off, and you know, then you wouldn't be here. It's not nearly as smooth without that liquid encouragement beer. But I think I'm going to start a new tradition on this podcast. Is Every episode, effective immediately, we're going to start off reflecting on the prior beer. I think that's fair. I like that. So I always like, when I drink a beer, and then like I've had a little time, and I reflect on that beer, my opinion of it all, almost always changes. I guess this is an exception to that almost always. <laughs> <laughs> But you get the point. I feel you. So, like, reining us back in to why we're here today, what are we going to talk about? Interesting question. Today, we are going to talk about current hypes in the beer and alcohol industry. The hype machine. The hype machine. So, I'll kick it to you, Drew. What is one of the current hypes that you've noticed? When I think about hypes, I'm looking at these locale IPAs that keep popping up. They're like the Miller Lights or the Michelob Ultras <laughs> of IPAs. It's like, can I get my can a little slimmer? Can it, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to think about these things. One thing I know is this skinny guy sitting right across from me. He probably has never even tried one of these things. The where... thicker, the better. <laughs> I've tried maybe one of them. Have you tried more than one? Oh, yeah. I've, I've tried them all. You know, you know this, these heavier guys were always trying to slim down here and there. <laughs> so I've, I've tried quite a few in my day. Yeah, I'm usually looking for something thick and juicy. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll ring it back in. I, I couldn't help myself on that one. <laughs> I, think, I think with that last comment, you probably learned a lot about my maturity. So when I look at the locale IPAs, they are really good, like if you're on a diet. But I mean, like if you're... If you're expecting like a full-blown IPA, like especially like that hazy class that I just talked about, I mean, those suckers probably have 500 calories in them. Oh, no and doubt. so if you're looking for that bastard and you have one of these locale IPAs, you're going to spit it right back out. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of locale IPAs, I think of like candy bars. Like you remember like back in the day they made the, the, the lower calorie Snickers bar and all it was was like the same candy but it was like three quarters of the size. And they're like, yeah, it's locale. <laughs> That's what I think of. So I just think of a beer, like a mini me beer. So, so other than these, you know, skinny IPAs, what is your, what is your idea of hype that's going on right now? Oh, you gotta, you gotta go with the seltzer world right now. I mean, I feel oh, all that seltzer. <laughs> I feel like it's a seltzer world and we're just friggin' living in it right now. You're just a seltzer girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't make me sing the Barbie song. <laughs> okay. So I don't know, maybe two, three weeks ago, I'm at the pool, the neighborhood pool with my family. There's probably, I don't know, 20, 25, 30 people there. And so, you know, I walk up to my cooler and grab a beer. Then I go into the pool. 
And I turned to go in the pool, and I swear, every freaking person there besides me is drinking a freaking seltzer. No way. Oh, God. It was... It was a seltzer party. Like, I mean, that's what I, f- I felt like. You didn't like. get the invite. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and so, you know, I, cr- I walk up with my beer. I'm like, huh, is it still acceptable to drink beer at the pool? I mean, I feel like last week it was everyone was drinking these. <laughs> they super- were into the craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> we super- need to change our podcast to <laughs> yeah. a seltzer podcast. <laughs> it's like, maybe they saw my body and wanted to go to the seltzer. Yeah, it's a little lighter. <laughs> but it was so weird i mean i feel i feel like in like a week it turned from like everyone drinking beer all the time in the pool to now it's like the exception i think for everyone listening if you want to like bring a smile to your face today just go online and look at memes for white claw adam have you ever seen like there's this one video out there it's like a white claw comedy video have you seen it no i haven't Oh my God, you got to watch this. The best part about it is this guy's like making fun of drinking. It's like him tasting it the first time and he gets that thing and he's like, there ain't no laws when you're drinking White Claws, (laughs) which I feel like that line is like the best combination of Joe Dirt with Tiger King. (laughs) But let me ask you this question. Have you drank a seltzer since this seltzer craze has taken off? Not a chance. (laughs) Damn it. And if I did... I would like crack it in my closet just so that no one would know that I was cracking a seltzer. <laughs> so my wife has been drinking a little bit. She's bought into the hype a little bit on this seltzer yeah. world. And so I would be lying to the audience if I said I haven't tasted it. I haven't had a full one to myself. But you, 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 you got a little, no, little taste <laughs> Don't put me in that friggin' category. Uh, you're a seltzer guy. I've tasted That's all right. I mean, it's just, it's not a beer, but I would never publicly, like, I would never go to the pool drinking that. Even if everyone else is, like, I'm obviously above that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about Adam is, like, when we talk about hype, like, Adam's got this, like, healthy like opposition to hype. Like you could have the best beer in the world that's like sitting on the shelf and everyone's like, Oh, this is the greatest thing. And Adam comes in. It's like, Oh, that's not so good. <laughs> I always make fun of drew. Cause on untapped, I always like tell him rate the beer, not the brewery. Cause I always find like he, he like falls in love with a brewery. And that next thing you know, like every beer from that brewery is like 4.0 or above. It's hard when you look at the ratings before you drink the beer and you're like, well, if everyone else is 4.25, I guess I should be there too. I'm opposite. I'm You if, subtract 5.5. Yeah, if everyone's 4.25, I'm starting at a 3.5 and they're going to have to, that beer is going to have to earn its way up the ladder. Which is a perfect segue into the hype that we're talking about in this episode. So This is some serious hype we're about to talk about. We're going to talk about fruited sours. What do we got today? So today we're drinking an Urban South HTX. It's a spilt fruited sour, pineapple, and mango. And fruited sours are all the rage right now, so we're going to crack one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think about this pour? So as he's pouring that, it looks funky. I'll be, I'll be honest. It does not look like a beer. It 
looks like a pineapple orange juice mixture. It was mango. Mango. <laughs> whatever, whatever. If I drink mango juice, I probably would have described it. Identified properly. it right off the bat. <laughs> so, so it has a a foam on it that does not look like a beer. Looks like it kind of actually looks like the foam that orange juice has. It's just a little thicker. So now that you've described how it looks, why don't you why don't you take a taste of yours? Oh, I can't taste it yet. I, I gotta I gotta smell this. Oh, did you just quit screwing around and just take a sip, bro? It's interesting. It's interesting. Not bad. Not bad. So what was your experience with sours before this fruited sour? My experience with sours was very, very minimal prior to today. So I have never had a fruited sour. I've had a taste of a couple sours throughout my beer drinking tenure, but I've never drank a full one because, quite frankly, I thought everyone I'd ever had tasted like shit. Yeah, I thought the same about sours until I got into these fruited sours. And the first one of these I had from Urban South was like a raspberry and raspberry Fanta. And I was all over that. It was delicious. 4.25. You know, that, that was that was when I first thought that the hype beer needs to come to this podcast. I can't believe a fruited sour made it into episode two. When we first talked about this podcast, I was like, there is no way a sour is probably ever making this podcast, let alone episode two. But the thing is, is like you look at these fruited sours and untapped and you cannot find one of these urban south fruited sours that is rated less than a 4.0. People love the shit. They were all over it. That's why we got we got to get on that hype train, bro. <laughs> I'll be honest. That has really intrigued me because very rarely is there a brewery with beers consistently over four. And especially like a fairly new one. So like Urban South, the Houston Urban South, like hasn't been around for long. Yeah, based in Louisiana, they're all known about their IPAs. But here in the Houston, it's it's like not Houston. It's Houston. They, <laughs> yeah. they bring in the juice. Right? Like you look at the, the sides of your glass when you're drinking this thing, and it's like hanging on there. there this is some thick stuff. <laughs> Two C's, man. <laughs> so why haven't you gotten into sours before? Well, interesting question. There's really... Two reasons I haven't gotten into sours. Reason number one, every sour I've ever tasted prior to this one tasted like shit. Reason number two, I'm always looking for that next good beer. And like, there's a lot of different types of beer that I really like. And so, you know, I'm always looking for the next Pilsner, I'm always looking for the next Blonde, the next IPA, the next Pale Ale, the next Hazy IPA, the next Stout, the next Brown, the next Amber. And I, I got to be honest, I'm, I'm tapped out. I, I didn't feel like I could take on something new. You can't handle one more for the chase. There's always room for the chase, though. I'm tapped out. I got to be honest. I'm tapped. I'm tapped out. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied is really... 
the way to look at it. We'll see if you're still satisfied after the final tasting today. When I taste this thing, it is 100% juice. I mean, this is thick. It's like I, I could imagine taking like a can of pineapple juice and pouring it into my glass, and that's what I'm tasting. It's just like that thick syrup. <laughs> it's like, it I, is a freaking juice party in this alleged beer. I think it took longer for me to pour it than it did for me to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I drink this beer, I don't really taste a lot of alcohol in it. So what is the alcohol content of this beer? You know, if you look at the can, you can look all around the can... That shit's not on there. What? If you go to untapped, it says N-A. Like non-alcoholic? Because that's kind of what it tastes like. So I did some research here because it intrigued me. And when I looked at this, like there's some articles out there. They're like, yeah, these fruited sours to calculate the alcohol. You have to send it to a lab because there's too much math and people don't like math. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. They're making beers every two weeks. But I really think I found... The reason why they put an NA on that can. You want to know? All right, what's going on? Okay, so I found this brewery. I'm not going to slang anyone in the mud, but it's up in Indiana. There's a brewery that made these, like, they called them slushy beers. They're fruit, you know, fruited sours. And they got busted because they were listing that shit at like 8% alcohol. And someone sent it to a lab and found out it was like 2% alcohol. (laughs) That's what it tastes like. You know, and, and at first I was like, I was like, okay. And, and, you know, the first thought I had was like, what type of person is like going out and taking a beer and sending it <laughs> yeah. to a lab? Like, I'm pretty sure that uh, Drew was talking about himself in third person. Well, I'm just like, I just thought about this. You know how like when you're driving down the highway and they have those big billboards for like, have you been in an 18 wheeler accident? I feel like this is the new strategy like lawyers are looking for something new to go after. So can you imagine a billboard? It's like, is your beer not getting you drunk enough? <laughs> Call the Texas hammer. And we, will, <laughs> we will find out the truth. <laughs> so I think that's why these, like they won't admit it, but I think these companies are putting NA on it because they're afraid of those lawsuits from those people that are afraid that they were not drunk enough. Interesting. So when I drink this beer, it tastes much more like something I would mix alcohol with than a beer. I so can see it, that. So it tastes like it tastes like something like I would like make a mixed drink with, like mixed vodka with. Yeah, it'd probably be pretty dangerous because it may say NA, but I think these things are probably at least five percent ABV, I bet. Well we're gonna have to send it to the lab to get the official. I think you need to just go get some vodka and really test it out for real. <laughs> Future episode idea. The screwdriver urban south combo. <laughs> what I think about with these sours is like it's that drink that you love secretly, but you don't want anyone to know that you love it. Like a seltzer? Like a seltzer where you go to the bar and you're like, you kind of look sideways. You're looking around, making sure no one's looking at you. And you're like, you kind of speak real low to the, Hey, uh, can I have uh, two strawberry daiquiris, please? You know, these are, uh, these are for my roommate or, you know, my girlfriend. It definitely tastes like something my wife or my little sister would drink or order at a bar. I could see that. So... At this point, I think the audience is getting sick of listening to our bullshit. 
So does that mean we're going to bring on the ratings? Bring on the ratings. All right, Drew. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Walk me through what you're thinking, what your assessment is, what you're tasting, and ultimately so we, what you're rating. So we've talked in like at length about how thick this thing is, and it doesn't really taste like beer. It's 100% juice. I don't know how much of this I could drink because it's so thick. I'm just like, oh, God, it's, it's pretty heavy. But it's also really delicious. It is tasty. I'll be yeah, yeah. It's tasty. I think for that, you know, I mentioned that 4.25 with the Raspberry Fanta that I was in love with. The only reason I'm going to go sub four on this one is because it's so thick and juicy that I'm like, I don't know that I could make it past. I don't even know if I could make it through a whole tall boy of this thing. So I'm going to go 3.75, but still really solid, still really enjoyable, delicious. Just don't know how many I could put down. What do you think? I got a lot of thoughts going through my head right now. It is very, very interesting. So when I taste it, I'm like hammered with pineapple flavor. You're just hammered in general. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of hard for me to rate because like usually when I rate a beer, I have like a frame of reference. But with this one, I, I mean, this is nothing like any beer I've ever had. So I have... I have no idea where to start. When I taste this one, I I think about I've had better beers. I've also had worse beers. So it's a it's a good solid beer. I'm going with a 3.75. Copier. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, I just like don't see myself craving this beer. Like when I get home from work. On like a Thursday or Friday, I'm like, God damn, I need an IPA. (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling. (laughs) In this one, like, I just like, I don't feel like that. I just, I don't think I'm a fruited sour lover. I'm open for some more. Yeah. So what, what I think you're trying to say is like, you're sour curious. You're becoming a little sour curious. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I would say that I'm not maybe curious. I'm open for discussion for, for more sours. And the audience is going to have to hang tight and listen to us some more to find out what my sour future is like. See y'all later. This has been a Beering Ain't Easy production at the Sesh Coworking Podcast Studio in Houston, Texas. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to see what we're drinking, our untapped handles are Beering Ain't Easy Adam and Beering Ain't Easy Drew. 